there was what I want to call for Chad and I both this like realization that this was something that mattered and we wanted to know more about it and we wanted to be able to do it. And it's interesting, even our roles, Chad as a cognitive person, me as a feeler, even in me saying I'm a feeler, I didn't know at that time that my emotions were underneath like running me. Connecting couples with the real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff. We're going to do a series this time on uh, kind of the beginning, how we got here, why we're doing this. Well, uh, we, we kind of like to reset every year in our family and think about where we're going. And I think it's an appropriate time for us to do that with this podcast too, to take a look at what was our intent? What was our timing? Um, why why did we do this? And, and make sure we're staying true to what what we want to do with the podcast. So we're going to take a look back at a little bit of how we got here. We're going to share some of our story and a little bit of uh, who we are, why we believe in what we're doing and why we want to do this podcast, why it's so important and, and why we spend so much time and energy and effort uh, to get this content to you. I feel like uh, sometimes we get really excited about things and, and we don't uh, get real clear about why we're doing it. And I think for me, I want to know why somebody's doing something and where they come from and how they got the information. So we want to spend a few episodes on that, just telling you, hey, this is where this came from. This is how we got the information. And, and this is kind of the foundation behind why we are passionate about it. We did just dive right in. We knew, um, especially when 2020 hit, that there were a lot of people who weren't going to be able to go to seminars and workshops and even therapy switched to telehealth. And there was this big shift in how we were able to get resources to couples. And we really have a passion to see couples having these connecting conversations and having these secure relationship conversations. And so really quickly, we we said, let's do a podcast. We had never done one. We had a few friends that did. Uh, and they were like, here's the stuff, start. And so from the get-go, we dove right into the content we wanted to pass along, kind of skipping over who we are. I know the, some of the comments that came in, which were great. We love getting feedback. Um, after the first series came out was like people trying to track us down because we didn't include our contact information in our first series. <laughs> we really didn't know what we were doing. We didn't. Uh, so it was like, yeah. Oh, okay. It's important to let your listeners know how to get a hold of you. So then we yeah. added that. We started to kind of make these adjustments based on the feedback we were getting. Uh, some of the feedback we were like, yay. And some of the feedback, I'll be honest, for me, I'm a fast talker, y'all. I speed up. I get really excited. I uh, I talk a lot. And so me kind of starting to listen to myself because I do the editing of these podcasts, I started to recognize, oh gosh, like I want to shift too. And so we're learning, we're becoming, I hope, better podcasters in this process. But when we sat down and, and exactly what Chad is saying, looked at where we want this to go, we recognized that there was kind of this part we had left out, which is how we first got exposed to what we're teaching you or what we're pitching to you. Uh, we talk about pursuers and withdrawers and, and what our roles are and how it plays out in our fights and how we do a repair. But, but we didn't include how we learned it. And the first time we started having conversations like this and so we really just wanted to kind of rewind and go back to the beginning. And so we uh, we were both in grad school. It was about 10 years yeah. ago, getting our master's in marriage and family therapy. The time we had started dating, both of us divorced. We've shared some of those parts of our story 
um, and knew we wanted to help couples and knew we wanted to kind of get into helping people live healthy, healthier lives and yeah. more connected lives. And we had a professor uh, at the time who, who really we respected, who was really known in the community for helping marriages and who we kind of came under and said, hey, let us get involved with this process. We, we really want to help couples as well. And he pitched to us and said, hey, there's something happening. There's this therapy training that's going on and we want you guys to come to it. Yeah, that was in uh, 2013. I, I think we had just graduated, both of us, and, and we were both kind of starting out trying to figure out where we were going to land and what we were going to do. And, and Had and been really, married for what, a year? Uh, we had been, we got married, married in the summer of 2011, so we had been married a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and, and so we, we both were like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll go to this thing. I think we had just moved into our house. Yeah. Um, and so I remember talking to Ryan about it on the front porch. I think, uh, I was and like, Ryan Hey, is the professor, yeah. uh, Dr. Ryan Reyna, who is an EFT trainer and, uh, also works at the Joshua center, the founder of the Joshua center where Chad is the, uh, clinical director. And yeah. so that's kind of our relationship with him continued, but he's the one who pitched to us, Hey, you want to go to this? And my family is from Louisiana. So yeah. we kind of, did the family we thought we could go see the family, family and kind of we're going close we have to stay with them <laughs> we were we were and we were uh i don't want to say we were poor but we had just graduated <laughs> so we didn't have, we a, didn't have any a ton of resources no. and honestly Tulane actually gave a scholarship they had a, a grant uh for people coming to this training and so if, if if it hadn't been for this grant i probably would not have gone Correct. and learned this model Thank we you, would not have Tulane gone yep. and the grant providers whoever it was it's the school of social work so yeah. i'll give you props there um but but we did we ryan said do you want to go They've, it's about half price of what it normally is. And, and me being somebody who likes a deal, I was like, yes, I'll take it half price. How do I get involved? Uh, and so we go down to Tulane. We, and, a catch too is that we had another friend of ours who was in our program who was coming with us and she needed a ride. So we said yes to her. And my job, I work, I'm in full-time ministry and we had to do, my ministry is on Sunday night and, and the training started Monday morning. And so we kind of said, yes, this is what our schedule is going to be done or, or look like at eight or nine o'clock on Sunday night when my ministry wraps up, we're going to get in the car and drive all night. And she said, yes, I'll go with you. And so the three of us in the car driving through like 1, 8, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., yeah. all night it long, crazy. we show up in New Orleans at 7 a.m., run into a Starbucks, grab coffee, change clothes, and then find the place. Which yeah. it was a, a weird little house. It's so interesting. Training but, started at yeah. at like eight or eight thirty, and we were like coming in, rubbing our eyes, ready to had driven all night. You know, not had a clue yeah. what we were really about to sign up for. And so, so let's talk a little bit about go ahead. the training. Yeah. No. Uh, um. I mean, I, I we can talk about the training. I just am thinking about the drive still. I'm like, man, it was it was crazy. But we'll we'll dive into the training. Um. So we get there, and I'm like. Honestly, the first day, if you've ever driven all night and stayed up, you know, two days, uh, it really is a blur. Chad was the, the first driver, day. I was but like, the passengers were also, you know, like getting car sleep. I don't know if you know car sleep. It's yeah, not great <laughs> yeah, sleep. yeah, it's not the best sleep. Um, so but we, were we get all there, kind of exhausted, and and it's like kind of a blur. It's like okay, this is kind of interesting. And the first day of of, of most trainings, they kind of give you the foundation. They give you like these basics, and it's like kind of just lecture format. We did a little bit of 
you know, experiential stuff. We like t- had some groups and that sort of discussion. So but remember, it was- this is emotionally focused therapy. So it's learning about a therapy where the technique really utilizes emotion. Seems like, okay, that we're, we were curious about it, but a lot of the theories that we learned in our master's program were really cognitive theories or behavioral theories, change the way you think or change what you're doing. Not very many of them really said, dig into this emotion. So it was, it was an interesting from day one, like, okay, let's see what you guys have to say about emotion. So then we, we go down there and, and we're in this training and the first day is really a blur and they throw a lot of like facts and numbers and, and reasons and attachment theory and all this, like they kind of talk about a lot of stuff and they put us in little groups some, but, but it's really like the whole first day was a blur. Then we go to your parents' house, then we kind of hang out there for the night. And then the first thing in the morning we have to get up at their parent, her parents' house was about an hour from downtown where we were. Not so convenient. Yeah. So family rules, but, uh, <laughs> go back to our family <laughs> rules episode but of we, our holiday series. You'll we drive back it. in and, and the first day it's like eight 30 and, and there's kind of a buzz. Like people are talking about something like you could tell something's not going right at the training and we're like, okay, well, whatever. We'll get a Danish and some coffee and hang out until whatever happens. Right. Well then Ryan Reyna, the guy who had invited us to come down, uh, says, Hey, uh, the couple for the live didn't show up. Would you guys want to be, the, the couple for that. So I think he live, asked Angela, here's right? Here's what it, it, yeah. it is. It, at these trainings, they actually bring a couple in who's been in therapy with a therapist that's at the training. And the person who was doing the training will sit with them and actually model some of the techniques of this theory. And the other in the other room where all the, tra- where all the trainees are, they're viewing this. And so we had never really seen this before. It was our first training experience. We didn't know what a live meant. It meant like a real live couple getting the therapy done to them, not a role play, not just sample, but the trainer, George Fowler, who is now a a good friend of ours is the trainer. And he was going to sit down and actually do this therapy on Chad and I, which we didn't know what that was. So Ryan says, would you want to be the live? And we're like, and Angel's like, sure, we'll do that. And kind of, he picked, I I don't remember exactly how he pitched it, but it's like, Oh, we're going to be the demonstration couple. Like, so it's like, oh, it's a demonstration. Sure. No problem. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, Angela and I we clearly, volunteer for stuff uh, like that all the time. <laughs> we're not shy most of the time. And so we, we get in front of this, this group and they're like, okay, they're going to go in there tell us a little bit about them. Tell them. And so we, we go sit with George and, and he does on this. day one a little bit. Like maybe I was the pursuer. Didn't really know what that word meant yet. Chad might've been the withdrawer, but he was a pretty engaged withdrawer from the beginning. So weren't clearly understanding yeah. our roles. Didn't really understand yet what a cycle was just starting to understand these concepts. And he sits down and, and says, Hey guys, how you doing? And starts <laughs> asking us emotionally evoking questions. <laughs> and I remember just being like, he, he starts asking questions and, and you can tell, I mean, George is excellent. He's probably one of the better therapists in the so world, good. but, but he's an excellent therapist and he's like asking questions. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk about this internally. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't think I wanted to know these things. Very pointed. He knows what he's after and, and kind and validating and all those things. It wasn't a bad experience by any means, but I remember just thinking, eh, I'm not going to go there uh, and kind of blocking him a little bit, which is what we would call it now. Like not able to talk about the thing that he wanted me to talk about. So he started off with me a little bit and, and how like I come home and if it's a long day or whatever, and like does this setup. 
And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't really want to. And I, internally, I didn't say this to him. I'm like, yeah, it's okay, it's all right, it's fine. And then he shifts over to Angela. And like five minutes into talking to Angela, I'm like, kind of like, honestly, you guys, I'm a withdrawer, so I'm a little checked out. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're doing this thing. It's cool. I mean, it's interesting. I'm trying to pay attention to what he's doing. And then I look over at Angela, and she's got like tears in her I'm eyes. I'm like, I think I'm sobbing. I'm like, what's wrong, with Angela? In my in my head, I'm like, Angela, pull it together. <laughs> like we're in front of this whole group. Something about yeah. my emotion and who I take my pain to, and I. I was like, I don't know what's happening to me. I'm feeling things uh, <laughs> in front of people. This feels, it's so I good. didn't really even know. Yeah. I started reading Brene Brown about the same time. So I'm like, I'm thinking this is what vulnerable is. That's a new <laughs> word also. I'm hot. Uh, at some point, I think Chad reached over and like touched my arm. And I was like, why are you touching me? This is bad. Yeah. And, and internally, I could tell, I kind of just started shutting down but i was answering his questions and i was crying a lot so so that was like our first exposure we go in the other room and all the we people walk out and people like are crying and they're clapping and yeah thing. but but really for us we kind of looked at each other like that is something different than what i get from my people when i do therapy yeah. like that's i'm I am now well, even you more remember, drawn in. We were baby therapists too. Yes, or I true. was a baby therapist and you were a baby I think life I was coach, still whatever. In an internship. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so it wasn't like we had tons and tons of exposure to therapy. We were basically master students who didn't know what theory we really wanted. And we go to this training, which is like an excellent training um, with an so excellent Call therapist. An externship. Yep. If you're a therapist out there and you haven't been to one, please do it. And, and then we're like, both like, uh, something just happened. Yeah. Like something just happened. What just happened? So this is what <laughs> I, I think the rest of that day was a blur. The first day was a blur. The second day was a blur. <laughs> the rest was a blur. No, somewhere right on that second day, there was what I want to call for Chad and I both this like realization that this was something that mattered and we wanted to know more about it and we wanted to be able to do it. And it's interesting, even our roles, Chad as a cognitive person, me as a feeler, even in me saying I'm a feeler, I didn't know at that time that my emotions were underneath like running me. I I thought I under I cry, so yeah. I'm in touch with my emotions. Didn't understand really the impact that they were having on my behavioral choices. And so in that moment, I think Chad and I both said we like this and we want to know more about it. But we both went in this very different direction in our journeys to learning the information. Yep. For Chad, he was like, this is a good map well, to do therapy. I, like I said, well, I, I think this is, I want to jump in with yeah. you. But, but you were saying, hey, on day two, you felt something, something really like emotionally stirred in you. And you're like, this is really good. And for me, I was like, yeah, something happened there. I'm like, probably there's other ways to do that. And I was in my head a little bit about it, like I'm, I, which is normal, right? That's yeah. what Angela's saying. I think it was day three actually for me. And maybe it's cause I'd driven all day the day before, who knows, but like, <laughs> but finally kicking in, but I'm like day three, I'm finally like my brain's working again. And I'm like, he starts describing, or they start talking a little bit more about the map. They start talking about like kind of intricate moves and paying attention to your own processes and paying attention to the couples and withdrawers and pursuers and how they fit. And all of a sudden I'm like, like there's a way to describe what's happening for people. I'm like, there's a way that I could understand this. Like it doesn't have to be relationships, love, marriage doesn't have to be such a mystery. It doesn't have to be so confusing. They lay it out so yep. kind of clean that 
from the outside looking in to other couples' cycles, you can go, oh, wow, there's this dance. There's this yeah. thing that happens where one has this pattern or strategy to stay safe and the other one has a different strategy and that gets them kind of sideways. I, I haven't years. said this before. I was going to say, yeah. I, I think they what they did really well was they caught you with an emotional hook. Yes. And they caught me with a cognitive hook. Absolutely. And so like we came even, you know, pursuers and withdrawers, but like we came at this thing yeah. with really totally different uh, reasons for liking it. But heck, if it didn't, it didn't work. And I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Sorry. And I know you, I can tell you want to talk, but I'm like, <laughs> I always uh, talk, but, but I'm like this, the, the thing that was also kind of difficult and we'll, I sh- maybe I should save this, but it's like having the cognitive hook or just the emotional hook doesn't, it won't get you where you want to go. No. So even though we both fell in love with it for different reasons, we kind of have to do both to really be able to integrate. And that will come, but yeah. this was the realization for us and where I want to say where the journey began. We had read a little bit about emotionally focused therapy in, in our master's program, but it, it is a felt theory, a theory. It is like yeah. a, a theory you have to experience. And that was our first real tangible something is shifted. We felt something and we noticed something. And so after you do the first training, if you want to continue in the model, you do these other trainings. And so Chad's like, sign me up. And he then went for it. He went to the next, it's called core skills. He went to the next four. After that, we came back to Northwest Arkansas. And that's when Ryan Reyna started kind of going towards becoming a trainer. Also at the time he wasn't, he was just learning it also. And so we started hosting those same trainings in our community. And so that is kind of down the road and we'll get to that a little bit later. But so Chad really went, this is going to be good for me as a therapist. Not that he wasn't applying it personally, but really it was like, this is a great map for in sessions. And he went a direction. Yep. On the third day for me, we started doing these role plays and I would sit down with two other therapists who were learning the training. We all kind of did this and I was supposed to practice or try on talking to this couple about their cycle and talking to this fake couple who are two therapists just practicing it uh, about who's the pursuer, who's the withdrawer. And, and there, you know, throughout this training, you kind of try on different techniques. And I remember sitting there and the couple, the fake couple was willing to go to these deeper places. They were supposed to, that's part of the role play. And I kept bouncing back into content. And one of the training facilitators came by and said, I noticed multiple times your your couple wanted to go deeper and it seems like you had a hard time going there and I lost it. I started crying and I was like, I can't do this. I can't sit with someone else in their emotion. I don't even know what I feel right now. I'm hot again. <laughs> and so, so my, in my heart, I started not going down a cognitive path of um, this is going to be great for my clients. I started going down this emotional path of, um, I self-discovery. I don't know very much about my own emotions. I just know that I don't want to be in them. And when other people are in them, I want to talk them out of them. And I want to, you know, put a silver lining on their sadness. And I want to convince them that they're great when they don't feel great. And so those were the strategies I realized yeah. that I learned growing up. And so then there was this this inner struggle of, uh, am I mad at my family of origin? Like, what yeah. did I miss what I needed? I don't even know if I can be a therapist. It really kind of 
stuck me in this place where I didn't really want to do what Chad did, which was go further. I wanted to figure out myself. Yeah. We had very different experiences yeah. we had very different reactions to those experiences also. So, so he went on to the next trainings yeah. and I got back into therapy and started really processing some of this internal stuff. And I would say by the end of the, uh, interestingly, by the end of that fourth training, I was like, I was in a place where I'm like, I really want to explore and try to be vulnerable and try to open up. And I got there from a completely different path. And I was completely yeah. undone. Yeah. So, <laughs> which maybe says something about like, you're willing to be undone as a pursuer more, whereas a withdrawer, I really feel like uh, the way I keep myself okay is by not being undone. Think so, which, which, which means that I'm, I'm uh, and I don't want to, I'm not knocking withdrawers here, but like, it means I'm a little more shallow. It doesn't, I don't go as deep. I'm not as vulnerable most of the time. So that's, we both took the route that we needed to take and, and we're sure that y'all are taking your own routes yeah. too. So but one uh, of the reasons yeah. we wanted to kind of bring this up is because, and we're going to get into the connect point for this episode and for the next few episodes, actually, we're going to go a little bit more into Chad's journey through this and then my journey through this and then kind of bring it back to where we're going to take the show yeah. for this next year. Um, but we really want you to kind of consider going back to the beginning of when you're getting this information as well. Maybe it was at a hold me tight or created for connection workshop. Therapist, Maybe you yeah. went to a therapy uh, appointment or started getting into therapy because you knew you're, you wanted something different for your marriage. Maybe somebody told you to listen to this podcast and this is your first exposure to it. Whatever, whatever it was when somebody first said your emotions matter yeah. <laughs> or there is a cycle or you play a role. We want you to kind of get in touch with how did it hit you? Did you go into your head like Chad is saying and go, hmm, this is interesting. I'm curious and want to know more. Or did you go into kind of your maybe emotional self or, or for me, it was like, what is happening? I know I feel something and it, it feels like it's the direction I'm supposed to go, but I don't feel equipped and, and I need to know more. So I was curious in a different way. Um, and, but both of us knew we wanted to get more of this. And so if you're still listening, we appreciate that you're listening. We love that you're listening. We, in the next couple of episodes, are going to read some feedback that we've gotten. You know, the, the, not only the best thing that you can do for us is continue listening, subscribe if you haven't already, but yeah. share our podcast with someone. So if you're listening, then we know you're kind of along with us on this journey. And we want to know if you can slow down, go back to the beginning and share with your partner. Here's the connect point how this stuff first landed on you. Were you skeptical? Were you curious? Did you yeah. go into your head? Did you go into your heart? Um, we want you to just kind of have a conversation about where you're at with it and where you want to go also. We definitely want to take you on a journey into a more connected emotional relationship, more connected with yourself, more connected with your partner. And so we kind of want to go back to the beginning and see where the journey started for you. And I want to say, I'm going to, I'm going to qualify that a little bit. I think more connected is, is both of those things. It's both emotionally, but it, but it's also having that awareness, having that knowledge of like how we work and how to show up for each other. So connected can mean lots of things, but but we do want to take you on that journey. Thanks for listening to the, this with us. And, and we're glad to get to share some of our story and where we're coming from. If you're willing to like us, give us a review. And if you want to check out more about our story, you can check us out at therealmhoffs.com. Thanks. Thank you.